Hastings Sports Talk. Kevin Hastings, Terry Reinhardt, Tom Sinfani, and I'm Hunter Yancey. We've got some sports to break down. It's very rare. They only have it for a few weekends throughout the year, but we have NFL on Saturday today. We've got some of the divisional games today. That's exciting. Uh, getting closer and closer to Super Bowl. Uh, I don't even know what number we're on at this point. What, 54? 54? What? JP, you know? The, the, the call from the, from the bullpen out there. I might have put a splitter. No. Oh, well, hey, you're on the bags of chips. That's how you know. Good <laughs> job, <laughs> JP. Well, hey, 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 that's hey, great. I you knew. Knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. That's more than I can say. I, I knew we were on 50-something. I didn't know if we were on 53, 55. See, uh, sometimes little things will mean a lot in life. There you go. <laughs> All I can say is I knew that it was the 100th season of the NFL because they've got that plastered everywhere. Uh, but I could not remember which uh, which number Super Bowl we were on. Well, I do know as I come in today on this Saturday morning that I'll not listen to y'all pick y'all's and then me pick mine because I listened to y'all last week and I went 0-4. You did. Tom, why would you let me go 0-4 last week, Tom? One thing, one thing is I was... Terry pick first, right? So why is whoa, it saying whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, Terry pick first. Did not, did not? I believe. Y'all probably had it wrote down, and I saw it, and I said, oh, let me go with that one. Well, nah, yeah, I think last week was pretty unpredictable. I feel embarrassed because in watching that Vikings game, the defense is better than I gave them credit for. Yeah, yeah. Terry. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line is very good. And they're very good in the red zone, too. I'm going to say something about last week's games. If you don't like NFL football, those were Four great games. Yeah. Except for the Eagles game. Now, the Eagles game I listened to, but once Wentz went down, it just wasn't a very it wasn't a very entertaining game. It's fine. They played them twice. And it was 17-9 to nine both times. You know, I mean, it just wasn't. To, to me, I mean, I know you like defensive struggles. I but, do. But when it's a defensive struggle and it's the backup quarterback in, it takes a little bit away from it. Now, now McCown, McCown is like 40 years old. He's, still, he's a great guy, though. You know, he mm-hmm. coaches at Myers Park High School. McCown does. But do yeah. you know you did hear what happened to he him? He was a torn hamstring the whole second half. Yeah. McCown, all he played all with it. All the bones. The bones. Yeah. yeah. He's he tough. played with it. He's and he's four years old. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. tough. The bone. I remember growing up. Terry. That was his first playoff game ever, too. Yeah, I know. I remember growing up, Terry, watching these old fellas over here in Cheryl and Crying and Lincoln area playing softball, and <sighs> you pull a hammy, and boys would be out for, for the season, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. No. I know how that is. I got older, and I decided to go back and play a little softball myself again. Yeah. And I pulled one, and I was like, what are you doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> tough, toughness, toughness level. He, he was always tough. Now, when he played for the Browns, he would just get beat to death, and he'd still play. Mm-hmm. I mean, Got a lot of respect for him. He's been around a long time, kind of a career backup uh, type player. But, uh, you know, getting back to earlier, once Wentz goes out, you know, I kept listening to their their people and saying, mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't know if he's coming back. We we don't know. We hope he's coming back. By about the third quarter, it's like he ain't coming back. <laughs> and speaking of that, of him getting hit and Clowney driving his helmet into him. Yeah, 
No call. Here we no are call. again. No call. No call. And I but read, he will get fined. No. Yeah, he will. I read, read, no, no, I, I read it. He's going to get fined. I just, I, I read it on my way here. The NFL is not expected to fine Jadavian Clowney mm. for his hit on Carson Wentz. Mm. I read it from Ian Rappaport. I hope you read that at a stoplight, Hunter. You weren't reading no, it. I did read it at a stoplight. <laughs> in his paper, he read it in the in the at the stoplight. Didn't yes, yes. Paper. Well, With my paper, that's exactly right. But Ian Rappaport was the one that broke that story. So whether or not they decide to change their mind, I, it wouldn't hurt my feelings because I think it was a finable offense. So I think he should at least be. Fine. Some would question whether or not he should be allowed to play the first or second quarter of this game against Green Bay because of just how blatant it was. I agree. I, I agree. Because so, that, to me, Carson Wentz going out in that game changed the whole dynamic of that ball. And he was already on his way down mm-hmm. when Clowney decided to dive in on him head first. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I saw people online, you know, everybody thinks they're uh, a know-it-all online, but they're like, well, Carson Wentz is just injury-prone. Excuse me? He just took a full crown of another man's helmet to his helmet. What do you want him to do? In the back. In the back. In the back. You can't help head injuries. I mean, you could be walking and knock your head uh, not paying attention through the woods, knock your head on a limb and end up getting a concussion. That, that How many con- times do you get in your car and you hit your head as you're getting in your car and you're like, why don't you duck? Exactly. Are you injury prone? Are you injury prone? <laughs> I mean, he's had some, I know he's been injured, but and this was technically his first playoff game, but this was not on him at all. No. No, this was not. And he's had such freak injuries too. Think about it. Diving through the air to get a touchdown the year they went on to win the Super Bowl when he ends up getting hit and tears his ACL while he's in the air. I mean, that's a freak accident. Mm-hmm. He cracks his back. I think it was his spine last year. Had a crack in his spine, and he had to sit out for a while. So, like, they're not, like, little ticky-tack accidents. These are just freak major accidents. Anyway. But, you know, you, you think about him and how much money they paid him. Yeah. And that's when a lot of people – go uh, his injuries compared to Prescott of how much money they worth. Wentz cannot even finish a season right? without something happening to him, you know, but we're going to give him $32 million. I think because him, I think it's just a difference between recklessness. I think Dak's not as reckless as Carson Wentz is. I think Wentz tries to make a play maybe when he should just get rid of the ball as Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have started to do more often. They don't like to get hit. And Prescott has Elliott to hand the ball to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as with the Philadelphia's had nobody. They've been just as injury prone as any team really I can think of that at least has made the playoffs besides Seattle. Seattle's yeah. just as injured. But if I can tur- turn the conversation just a little bit, yeah. make it a little bit more local, uh, what do you think about Rule getting off? <laughs> yeah, that, that too. But I was saying – you know, Panthers hired a coach this week. We know that Cleveland's the only team without a coach. What do you think about Rule getting big money from the Panthers? I, I, I'm going to tell you, and this is my opinion. And again, my opinion. Yeah. Go for it. I, I like what Jerry Jones says. I'll not go to college and get a coach for one reason, as on account of Pete Carroll's don't come around often. Even though Jimmy Johnson. Came from college. He did. And he made different. Well, Barry Switzer had picked up somebody else's players and won a Super Bowl with it. Troy Aikman, I tell you that. But uh, as far as rule coming, be ready for a lot of offense. 
because unless he gets somebody who's on the defensive side that can coach, mm-hmm. they're not going to have much defense. Okay, here's here's the here's a point that was made. I was listening to. Let's see what you guys think. Basically, he he went to Temple and Baylor, and now he's with the Panthers. Yeah, right? I mean, right. he was at Western Carolina as an assistant. Yeah. Some of the guys at Burns know who he was from there, believe mm-hmm. it or not. But okay, and, so uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the reason why he had such ties with the Giants is because even early in his career, he was like a off like an offensive line assistant right. for the Giants. Right. But this one, they say, okay, goes to Temple, first year doesn't go bad. Then he gets him playing. Yeah. He goes to Baylor, first year doesn't same go well. Same thing. Does he get that year? I mean, if he had, if he has a Freddie Kitchens year, does he does he keep his job? You know, I, I wonder if Tepper has the patience to say, well, if he has one bad year, we're going to well, get him. Well, what was it this year, 5-11? Uh, something like that. Now, if they go 5-11 or 6-10, and 10, Okay, it's for sure. I don't think nobody's going to say anything to him. Now, if you drop from five and eleven down to one or two wins, eh, somebody might say something. Well, but, uh, yeah, but then yeah. people are going to think you're tanking. Yeah, you know, we'll get to get Lawrence yeah, on Fields coming out. Which can work. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, we we talked a little bit about this yesterday on our podcast about it. I think he get he's got a leeway to him. Or else Tepper wouldn't have given him a seven-year contract. Yeah, I think and, uh, he's gonna. And, I think he's gonna give him at least sixty million dollars. Yeah, he'd be yeah. unloaded wow. the Grinch truck. Yeah, on him. yeah. and yeah. he also got a great big sign and bonus. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes with yeah, yeah. what so, he just did. So they, they also they also said he the slightest, and he talked to Cam. Now, yeah. this, this, but now this, here's my question for y'all. What is he now? Like the third or fourth highest paid coach in? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it's, no, and it's yeah, it's ticked off a lot of other owners for giving all that money. It's like, look, man, you're gonna blow a hole in our budget because all our coaches are gonna want that money. Yeah. That no, makes I, no sense. I, I was listening to a podcast and, yeah. a guy, and a guy made a perfect the perfect sense. I said it yesterday, and I'll just say it again. He said the only position in football where the salary cap doesn't matter is coaching. There is no salary cap on coaching. There's what you would pay a coach, and I and and I still think that I think the seven year deal is fine. I don't think the money's fine because he hasn't uh, proven himself. No, he hasn't proven it's himself. One, it's hard. one thing on the college level to have success because you were able to go out there and go and recruit and get your own guys. I know you're able. The jumps that he made at both programs is great. He went from one win his first year at Baylor. His final year there, they were eleven and three. So they, he's had good seasons, but you don't recruit in the NFL. There you, you, might, you might try and coax in a free agent, but you can only get so many free agents in Charlotte. But this is what he wants to do, I, I think. Then Cam at $19 million is considered a bargain. So play Cam this year, then next year let him walk and draft Lawrence or Fields. That seems to be. The pathway. But you'd have to be committed to losing. Cam would have to be fine with them losing. Well, how about if Cam and the Panthers go 11-5 and five next year? He goes with Cam and they go 11-5 and five to make the playoffs. Then what do you do? You still draft a quarterback or do you give Cam a deal? If you're 8-8 eight eight or less, I, I, the problem I got with them is I think they're going to give up so much to get the number one to somebody else. And so I they can move up your Yeah, okay. and I don't know whether that's good or not because, I mean, how many people on the Panthers are you going to go and say, I want him, him, and him because there's not that much talent there? Well, well the team as a whole is not yeah. very talented outside of Christian McCaffrey and maybe D.J. Moore and Luke Kiki. Yeah. Well, what I wonder about it on the 
if they were keeping Cam, when they don't already come out and said so. Well, instead of, they said they had a meeting. Right. Like, <clears throat> what, what are we meeting about? Like, if if they're keeping him and he came in, let's say, Tom, you're, you're interviewing for the job and you come in and tell Trevor, I'm keeping Cam Newton. I want, I want him to be my quarterback. You get a seven-year deal. Wouldn't they say Cam Newton's our quarterback? They gave him a seven-year deal and they keep calling him a program builder. And we're meeting with Cam. We hope he's healthy. To me, that says, and what would be fair for everyone, even Cam, I almost think, would be to move on. Because if Cam comes back as a Panther, he's under the Panthers' microscope, the NFL microscope. If he plays if he plays good, fine, they keep him, whatever. If he plays bad, though, that hurts his trade chances and his money chances going somewhere else. If they, if they cut bait now, they get the most they can or, or whatever. Right now, Cam... Probably this would be the most you'll get for trade value because he's going to be good or bad. So if you get the most for trade value now, and you save, you'll be set. You could spend that twenty twenty five million dollars on someone else. Then remember, Keekley is coming up, getting older. McCaffrey, you used to talk about yesterday, is going to need that money. So and as a running guy, he's going to probably want to pull a Zeke and get it early. As a new, as owner, much as they use him. As a new owner, hedge fund manager. Remember, he's a money man. He's going to say, "Well, can we get?" five, six, seven wins with, say, Kyle Allen or another quarterback this year? Or can we hope Cam stays healthy and we do good and we hope? But does Matt Rule want to put his first NFL job and everything on Cam's health? I don't think he and, and that's where And that's where I think where the line is, is going to be drawn. Just, let's move on or something like that. I think that's what it's leading to by not talking so about you, it. Well, 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 I'll say this. If you, if you trade Cam before the season, Maybe you get a, a second round pick for him. What do you think? I'm so, sure someone will give you a first. You think someone maybe a late a first, first for Cam? Someone I, I, I tell. Because you, you got you got to look at the trade. The things that have been traded. People traded a first for Amari Cooper. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, I would think at least at least a second, and then maybe you could like collect some picks and bundle a pick to move up to get who you want. If I if I was the Panthers and I was looking to move Cam, I would say at minimum a two has to be in there. A second you round would have to say, yeah, he's going to get his chance because the first thing Rule was talking about, oh, this dude right here lit me up for 600 yards. Did he say uh, Yeah. That? So, yeah. I mean, well, you know. And, and that's another thing I'm thinking about. Also, they, they control Allen's contract for the most part to where they can save. They can, they, if they keep Allen and Greer, they've got 20 extra million. Then if they trade camp for anything, let's just say one second round pick, then you have $20 million and a second-round pick. Yeah, an extra second-round pick. Kyle Allen won five games this year. He was 5-7. and seven. Cam's rookie year, he was 6-10. and ten. So why why do we give that rookie leeway and say, well, he was 6-10, and ten. we're not ready to move on from him. This rookie went 5-7, and seven. now we're ready to get rid of him. So I, I just think, now say, say, if I'm rule, I come in, do I want to put my job on Cam's health? Or do I want to play a season, see what Kyle Allen and Will Greer do? Then I've got to out everywhere. If we play bad, I can say these guys ain't that good. We're going to draft quarterback. If we play good, heck, we play good, and then we draft another defensive player to, to replace Keekley or someone else. I think there's too many options. There's more good options as far as franchise, money-wise, new owner. This is If it was the same coach, same owner, I'm saying Cam's probably coming back and finishing out his contract. But the whole thing about it is it's a new money, new owner type situation, and I think that changes everything. I have a real question for you, though. You're sticking with the Panthers. Is, do you think Tepper – is going to be a good owner because what I've based off what I've seen and how his <coughs> actions are right now, I think he's impatient. You think it's a Dan Snyder? 
Is that what you're saying? I think he's wanting to medal. Yeah, I think he. I think much. he wants to be a Jared. Now, see, he came up and was, you know, around the. But he didn't get rich letting other people do no, his work. Right. He didn't, he didn't, he's hedge funds. He's hedge funds. He's he's got he's hands on with everything. He's, he came from the Pittsburgh Steelers, which, if that's the model he's trying to build, I get it. But he seems very impatient. The seven-year contract to me kind of shows that he's got some patience. But every time I hear him speak, he's talking about I just want to win. I just want to win. I've got to yeah. win right now. I just got to win. And I hate to tell him, but like the roster that you have right now, you better slow your horses yeah. and start thinking long term because the roster you have right now might only – they'll get you wins maybe four to six. Yeah, when I saw him play in person against Atlanta, they yeah. were pretty hapless on both sides of the ball. So, I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be a rebuild. But I think uh, Kevin makes a good point there. If you have Cam, it makes it easier to move forward after next season. You are, right. You know, it makes it easier to make and, and see, I understand wanting to win because that's the name of the game. you you, you got to win games. But for you to come in there and have only owned the team, what, not even a year and a half, almost two years now? Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear, though. We're just pretty much going to trash next season and then build from there. I mean, it's basically what Miami did, right? I mean, yeah. they just sold but the ball, I think collected some, picks, but, but and they're going to start some, over. I think some fans <clears throat> would – because then they would know, okay, we have a direction that we're going in. We know, okay, we're not going to be very good next year, but what we're going to do, like how Miami did this year, they accumulated a lot of picks. So we're going to get young. We're going to get young talent. We're not going to go out here and just start signing veterans and throwing money left and right. We're going to get young, have cap space. Defensive-wise, Carolina's got two or three defensive backs that are getting ready to hit the open market. I was reading about that, seeing how – Washington wants to be the Washington Panthers right now. They were talking about how they might be targeting some of them to link up with Rivera. How many times have they done that? Last time they had Norman, look, they didn't want to pay him. Oh, I know. But I'm just yeah. speaking on where Carolina, like, I, I truly think Tepper needs to take a step back and look at the position that the team as a whole is in and say, hey, I'm just going to have to be a little patient. I, I can't I can't pull Cleveland if this starts to go south after two years. Does Matt Rule not fit into that, though? And no matter what you're going to do, you brought in a coach who's going to score lots of points. He might give up 50, but he's going to score 40. Yeah, but that was college. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But, I mean, that's how he's looking at it. You know who else is the same way, though? That's the head coach just came out of the Big 12. They let up a lot of points this year, but they scored a lot. Cliff Kingsbury. From Texas Tech at Arizona with the Cardinals. I mean, got and they, don't, they don't have a fun. Yeah, they don't have but a great defense. Rookie quarterback, though. Rookie quarterback. quarterback. I've a lot of points. Yeah. I think what Panther fans need to realize, first and foremost, is your quarterback room is actually not as bad as you think it is. The defense is way worse than you believe it is. And that <laughs> is your issue. They're 31st in points given up. I mean, there's only 32 teams. So, step one, that. So, they were, but they were getting blown out at the end of the year. Right. End of the year, they had just tanked it. I mean, did, well, San Francisco scored 45 on them. Well, everybody scored yeah. on yeah. this year at some point. San Francisco put 50 on them. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a ridiculous. lot. I can't remember how much it was. I know it was a lot. The, the, the last three or four games, it seemed like they were just getting, like, play sh- station scores in their mm-hmm. games. Right. 31st in, in scoring this year. Um, looking at that, so they were giving up 29 points a game this year. League average this year was about 22 and a half. Ended up being Jets and Rams range. Cleveland, of course, was behind that. 
But the only team that gave up more points this year is the Miami Dolphins. And they, they, they was tanking anyway. Yeah. They were playing hard, but at the same time, they knew what was happening. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just, look, just look at these games that here, here from the, to end the season and all those losses. At 24-29, 34, 29, 40, 30, 38, and 42. Even before that, they gave up 20 in a win, <laughs> gave up 51 in a loss, gave up 26 in a win, 27 in a win, 20 in a win, and then got beat 30-20. So the whole, only one year, only one game I think they held the the team under under 20 points one game this season. Roll that back up. Now, and I, that game they won 16-10 against the Texans. Right there. Rule, coming to the Panthers felt like the right place at the right time. Yeah, I guarantee you it did. Is that a lie? Because do you know... 60 million? Yeah, I'm coming. Do you know Just, he called the Giants? Huh? Do you know he called the Giants to see if they would match his offer? Great job, buddy. You but, think that was going to happen? Look at the Giants. But, high, he, was, he, was so, supposed yeah. to, he was supposed to meet the Giants up. like a day or two later. Pat Tepper made that offer. He calls the Giants to tell him. Hey, are you going to match this offer? If not, I'm not going to come. So he was asking if they were going to match yeah. his offer. If they would, he was going to be up there and sign that Friday. They say no. He's now the Carolina Panthers, and this is the felt like the right place. I think because you have the quarterback that you want, you have the running back where some of the major pieces are in place there. Now running backs, okay. I mean, we got McCaffrey and, mm-hmm. and Carolina, but quarterbacks a question mark. I think if, if you're a coach and you want to start, I don't know who the quarterback is.
Thank <laughs> you. 